Hey, everybody. Welcome to Podcast Answers, the podcast that answers all of your questions. We uh, like to help people grow and start a podcast with answering any questions that they have along the way. So if you have any questions for us here at Podcast Answers, feel free to go over to podcastanswers.com slash contact, and we will try to answer those on an upcoming episode. But today, we have the creator of an app called PodFans with us for an interview about this new app and how it's integrating some of the new podcasting 2.0 standards. So without further ado, let's go ahead and welcome Sam to the show. Hey, everybody. Uh, welcome to the Podcast Answers show. I have Sam Sethi with me. Welcome to the show, Sam. Hey, thanks, Andy. How are you? Hi, I'm doing doing real good. So we've kind of known each other for a little bit now uh, through the Podcasting 2.0 uh, initiative here. But can you take me through a little bit of history on what your uh, podcast, you know, how, how you become a, a podcaster yourself okay. and just how how that worked for you? Yeah, so uh, a friend of mine, probably a decade ago, maybe a little bit less, but about a decade ago, said, you found this doing a radio show with me? And I went, oh, never done a radio show. So uh, I went and did that, and it was an 80s radio show. And I promise you, after you've played Shalimar for the 50th time, you really are bored of the 80s. It <laughs> doesn't get any better. It's, I love the 80s music, but we're on repeat, it's not the greatest thing ever. So... I then started a show called Sam Talks Technology, and, and my background is technology. I love it. And so this was a radio uh, show just about technology. But what I decided to do was turn it into a podcast because no offense to the people who live around where I live, but they're not really te that technical. Sure. And so I wanted to in invite, you know, the head of Alexa and, and Otter and, and whatever. And so I was doing Skype calls at the time and then Zoom calls before the pandemic. So, you know, and it, it was great. I could I could record them and I created a website called Sam Talks Tech and it all worked. I did over a hundred shows and that's where I learned to podcast really. I, I made every mistake that we all make, you know, <laughs> was it was it the right mic? How long was it? Whether you know the voice was wrong, everything was wrong, but through that process of learning. I, I got better and better and hopefully got to the point where people could listen to it properly. But, um, you know, that was that. And then the pandemic hit and I stupidly, for some known unknown reason, decided, Hey, why don't we just do a conference then online? And having not done a podcast conference before, I've done many other conferences. I did one online and we found a platform and we, we it was pretty rough, but it worked. And I invited Cara Swisher. And I invited um, uh, George the Poet, who was a British award-winning podcaster at the time, and a, an unknown guy called James Cridland, somebody, you know, <laughs> whoever he was, um, and a few other people. And it was great. And we we did two of those. You know, I think about five, 600 people turned up to each one, which was nice. Um, and they were paid events. So, you know, if we had made them free, I'm sure we would have got more people. Anyway, they worked. And then... A couple of weeks after the first one, I thought, you know what? Let's ping James Cridland, see if he wants to do something with me. And we, we started something called Podland, which was the name that I came up with. And um, yeah, you know, again, the first two or three shows of those were really awful. If you go back and listen <laughs> to episodes, one, series one, two, episodes one, two, and three of series one, you'll hear James and me not knowing what the roles were for each of us. And, and what I mean by that is, James is the goat for podcasting and 
really, you know, I was novice. So the best position we should have taken and we do now in many ways, if you listen to the show, I ask the dumb questions and James gives the smart answer. Really. <laughs> That's fundamentally my role. I'm just the, James. So what do you think of this then? And then he goes off in a monologue and I'm going, wow, that's brilliant. Now, James, what do you think of this? So um, fundamentally I can be replaced by anyone, but James is the person who gives all the best answers. Yeah. And you, you guys, it sounds like you have a good friendship that you, you've built a good friendship through that and uh, have changed the name of the podcast now to, to pod news. I'll Weekly tell you Review. why. I'll tell you why. So we we did a year of podcasting. Um, James is in Australia. I'm in just outside of London. And fundamentally, we'd never met. So a podcast movement in LA last year, uh, not the one in Vegas that's just gone, James and I met for the first time. And what was the weirdest thing about it? I have no idea, Andy, how tall you are. You could be seven foot two <laughs> or five foot four. I don't know, looking at this box right. that's in front of me, right? So I had this experience where James turns up and we meet in the lobby. And I just looked up. He's about six foot one, <laughs> six foot two. And I'm like, oh, wow, you're bigger than I thought. Um, and so that, and he went, you're smaller than I thought. But that said and done, um, I also think part of the, the name change was protecting James's brand. He didn't know me from Adam. He didn't sure. know whether, if he'd called it Pod News Weekly Review from day one, would I have been awful? And therefore, I could have destroyed his other brand pod news daily so i think it was a safe net that gave him you know we'll call it Podland for now and if it's crap we can get rid of it and if it's any good <laughs> we'll rename it sure uh, thankfully he renamed it yep yep and you guys are doing that you do it weekly and kind of go over all the news uh in podcasting so yeah i i appreciate that show but you got you have created a, a podcast listening website you're just into that now so can you tell me a little bit about about pod fans yeah, so PodFans was uh, probably some, a couple of people came to me with an idea, uh, not the platform so much, but the idea of creating podcasts with celebrities and advertising. Nothing new, nothing new at all. And I just rolled my eyes and I went, oh, no, not, not another one of those podcasts, please, mm -hmm. right? The world doesn't need to hear another celebrity endorse another product. Right. Um, so I wasn't really interested, and then they sort of got me interested, and then I won't go into the, the, the details, but we, we decided to go our separate ways. And I put I parked, um, it was called Viral Tribe, I parked it on the side, and I have River Radio, which is a radio station as well, which I started in the middle of COVID for some strange reason. Yeah, you know, why not? <laughs> All the best ideas come in the middle of COVID, right? <laughs> exactly. I was bored, I didn't know what else to do, so let's start a radio station. Right. So... I went back to doing the radio station and then, but this little itch kept scratching at me, you know, it's like, Oh, you know, that platform, that looked quite good. And hmm, what if you extended that? And, um, what if you took it one stage further and whatever? And I was like, yeah, let's do that. So me and my developer, there's two of us who do it. Um, we basically have been building it for best part of seven months now. And, um, I think that's where we're at. We, we demoed it in Vegas and got some really good feedback from people. You know, this doesn't work. That doesn't work, basically. <laughs> That's right. fundamentally the yeah. feedback you get. No, don't like that. Why is that there? And, and I'm going, why aren't you pressing that button now? It's in front of you. Um, and and so that's partly, you know, coming out, coming out of your blinkers when you're developing into the real world of people is often painful but fun. Um, and so, yeah, we've been adjusting. We we hopefully will have it ready 
Uh, well, what we're doing now is we, we've finished all the features. We have, we are feature complete, uh, bar one thing that's being done today. And I can talk about that in a minute. But other than that, the, it's a, it's a progressive web app. And what I mean by that, a PWA is that we've designed it for the desktop and then it will degradate gracefully down for an iPad or an iPhone. Um, we aren't going to go native. Um, we didn't want to go native. Um, it meant having to build three different development platforms otherwise, and that's crazy. Right, yeah. It's easier to do it if you can do one thing for every every location. Yeah. And actually, iOS 16.4, which came out a few weeks ago, has added pretty much all the features that iOS native apps would have given me, like home screen, um, home screen icons, red dot notifications, push notifications. So mm -hmm. all of that um, was what you would have got in an iOS app has now become available as a desktop app and a PWA. So very happy on that. So that's what we're working on for the next couple of weeks. And that will be um, the beta. And then the London podcast show is May the 23rd. Uh, you'll see me walking around in this very lilacly looking um, <laughs> hoodie. Um, and basically, yeah, uh, handing out as many uh, flyers and, and invites and come and join us type notifications. Awesome. So what makes your listening uh, web app different from any other app? Can you talk a little yeah. bit about a little bit about value for value? So if our listeners don't know, you know, can you explain what value for value is and what makes Podfans different than any other app? Yes. Yeah, so value for value is a is a term that Adam Curry uses, the podfather as he's known, who um, it's really a way of saying, look, um, I will pay you for the content you produce at a value that I perceive to be what it's worth, right? Now, that works very well. And look, we, we, we have this in everyday society. I, I say to people in Britain, certainly, and I don't know the rules in America, but in Britain, the price tag on the item of clothing you buy is an offer price. It's not a final price. And if we weren't so British, we could actually go up to the counter and go, I will pay you £20 less. Yeah. But we don't. So we're so British, we go, oh, no, absolutely. <laughs> absolute bargain. I'll pay that straight away, sir. Um. And the reality is I could just go up and barter, but we don't. And it's that fundamental value for value uh, model, which is the host sets their price or their perceived value, and the listener then will agree with it, disagree with it, and that's the two states. Now, why why, why do we do that? I want to just take a, a step back because I think people should understand, look, um, I'm fairly old and I've been around the internet quite a long while, in fact, most of it. And when I was the product manager at Netscape, I do remember going up to people and saying, it's called a browser. Yep, you'll get it. HTTP colon forward slash WW. Stick with it, Andy. It's, it's, <laughs> it's useful. No, no search engines yet. We'll, we'll, we'll get there. So anyway, it was all this sort of vocabulary that was really difficult. But Mark Andreessen, who's one of the guys behind Netscape, in fact, the CEO and founder, um, he really wished at the time that he'd created a micropayment system, this ability to pay small micro amounts, not with a credit card, because then you get gatekeepers and payment right. uh, uh, fees and everything else. So he wished he'd done it. He never did. And in, in respect of that, we ended up with likes, hearts, thumbs up on all other sorts of rubbish. And then we ended up with advertising as a way of supporting digital content. Now, that's the model that's existed for the best part of 20 years on the internet. And what we're seeing now is this new thing cryptocurrency, if you want to call it, but it's called Bitcoin. You know this, mm -hmm. but I'm just yep. sort of laying it out for people. And 
a one hundred millionth of a Bitcoin is known as a sat by, uh, and that's because the inventor of Bitcoin was Satoshi. So a sat is such a small micro amount. Um, you know, a thousand sat sounds a lot. Do I need to take a mortgage out? Should I go to the <laughs> bank manager first? You know, and that's probably less than one cent. So what we have now is a micropayment peer to peer system. So there's no gateways in between, no third parties. And it allows content creators to create a, or set a value for their content. And PodFans is doing it with podcasting to begin, but mm-hmm. we will be doing it with music and video and books eventually. And the user and the listener can change that value if they so wish. So they can say, no, I'm going to give you zero. Don't mm-hmm. value anything you're producing, Andy. Dads and dudes, nope, you're getting zero. Forget yeah. it. Not another. Yeah. Or... Andy sets it, you know, you set it at 100 sats per minute, which is a streaming sat. And I go, Andy, no, 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 that's far too low. Very generous of you, but I'm going to double that to 200 sats per minute. And I could do that as well. Mm -hmm. So it's a barter exchange system using a microcurrency payment system. And yes, we've implemented that. Um, I'm glad to say that took a little bit of brain power um, and hurt a lot. but we've got that. We've also got uh, boostergrams, which are fundamentally comments with a payment. So mm-hmm. if you, you're listening to a podcast, you go, "Wow, that's a brilliant piece!" Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna congratulate you. Boost a comment, or I'm gonna write a comment, and I'm gonna pay a certain amount with it. And we've added zaps as well, much to the dislike of some. Um, a zap is basically a like. It's no different. But but it's uh, it's worth ten sats at the moment in our system. It's a fundamentally. I, I like what you're doing. I don't want to write a comment, but I'll just give you a quick zap to say well mm-hmm. done, Andy. Yeah. So that's a little bit about where we are. Great. That's a, that sounds good. Um, so so as, me as a creator, I can put some some code into my feed or uh, whatever, and then be able to get the payments through through the listens. And you take a. a portion of that for providing the service and that's great that's awesome that's one of the things that i like about the podcasting 2.0 initiative and the the streaming sats is the ability to you know as a as a creator of an app uh you can go ahead and set that you're going to take a little bit of a fee for that and so you get paid everyone gets paid in this where you know in the previous model it was you know apple or spotify taking some money but we didn't really see a whole lot of it or any of it and then as an app creator you pay 99 cents for the app maybe but you don't get a reoccurring revenue and so this yeah. is a great a great opportunity as a creator both uh as a podcast creator a content creator but then a content you know listening app to be able to provide to get that same reoccurring revenue so that's that's yeah. great i love it so we we've focused on five areas okay uh discovery interactivity gamification social and monetization so let me step through those sure so Today, as you just said, you know, you can go onto Apple and Spotify, you listen for free fundamentally, if you want to have ads in Spotify or pay your subscription, but fundamentally you'll listen to podcasts for free. And as, as we both know, the, the podcaster gets no value out of that. And, and even if you put some advertising, you've got to have 10,000 downloads to get right. a decent number. So, um, what we started off with, we, I, I sat down and said, okay, we've got the monetization part, which I just described earlier. And, and we'll talk a little bit more about that in detail, but the first part, and you know, this is discovery. How do I find a new podcast, right? You probably have three or four podcasts, maybe five, you know, in your weekly listen, 
And if somebody says to you, hey, I found this really cool new podcast, you should listen to it. You might give it a go, right? But there isn't or hasn't been really a good way of discovery other than, you know, Apple maybe putting it in the new and noteworthy or Spotify doing the same. So if you're lucky. Generally, yeah, well, basically not if you're lucky. If you happen to just know the right people, that's right. all it is. Right. Um, and you scratch their palms. Um, but other than that, um, you, you, you've, it's word of mouth. So the first thing we've done is we've created a semantic search engine within pod fans and that that's just it sounds grand let me explain that it's it's fundamentally the podcast namespace the extension to rss has added a whole new features tags are what they're called but we call them features mm -hmm. so i can search by the person or the host fundamentally i can search by location category keyword and we've added country as well as an extra field and so what you might say is Oh, I want to find everything that Andy does. Oh, I didn't know. I, I know this podcast. Didn't know Daz and Dudes. I didn't know his other mm -hmm. one. Great. Oh, well. but if you don't know the title of those other podcasts and you don't know how to find them, then one way would have been to put your name in. And so with the person tag, hopefully if you've added that to your RSS feeds, mm -hmm. then all three of your podcasts would appear. Great. And so discovery is a great way. We've also... Uh, gamified this a little bit. So we don't want to take all 4 million podcasts. We've said, you know what, we're going to take probably the top 500,000. But there might be a brand new podcast or there might be a podcast that we haven't thought about. So now what we do is we, we allow you to suggest a new podcast. And if you suggest a podcast that isn't in our database, you get paid 100 sats. Nice. And then if you vote for that, because, you know, the first vote, <clears throat> excuse me, And the first person to vote, sorry, suggest, um, gets that 100 sats. But the next people get 10 sats for voting, right? Gotcha. So, and we then go, and then we look in our system and go, oh, yeah, that's, that looked like it's trending. Yeah, we'll add that. Because we don't want to add every podcast. You know, we know 80% right. of stuff on Anchor was, hello, it's a podcast, <laughs> testing, <Yeah>. one, two. <laughs> really don't want those. So we've, we've gamified the search interactivity again going back to apple and spotify i want to leave a comment on your podcast right can't do it so we've we've added as you we talked about earlier boostergrams but mm -hmm. we've also added the ability for you to create clips for you to fundamentally begin to interact with the podcaster and we've also added threaded comments so uh, it's a feature we haven't released yet uh, i've got the exclusive um <laughs> we we basically um we, we, there's a feature in podcasting called lit live item tag, which allows mm -hmm. people to broadcast live. I know you do. Yep. And that live show then is basically allowing people to go, Oh, Andy's live. Let me jump on board and we can then interact. Well, we also wanted to do another feature, which is, uh, we will put in your profile, what you're currently listening to, by the way, you can turn that off in your settings. So okay. it's not, <laughs> it's not a default. Hey, I'm going to find everything he's listening to. Really? Wow. Fishing in out in the Mongolia. No. Um, <laughs> so, so fundamentally in your profile, it says what you're listening to and it has a little share icon next to it. If I then wanted to click on it, I jump to the exact same second that you're listening and we then co-listen. Nice. And fundamentally, I can then go, Hey, and start a conversation. So we, the podcast doesn't have to be live, but the listeners could be live together. That's a great and idea. So, yeah, so that's coming in the 
next two weeks that your okay. feature will be live. And, and and what's really cool, I really like that, is it's like, hey, I want to listen with you, and uh, yeah, and then we can comment and we can boost and we can thread together and whatever. Uh, and that makes it much more interesting, I think. And you can invite friends to join you as well to come into that conversation. Yeah, that sounds a little bit like the Apple's uh, share. I forget what they call it, but the sharing yeah. where you can share play. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's that's cool. That's a great idea. So that's the a bit of the interactivity, the gamification. We we fundamentally believe in the value for value model. So yes, you pay to listen to podcasts. You don't have to. You can put it to zero, as I said. But if you as a listener, start to create value as well. So you're sharing clips, you're sharing boosts, you're doing inviting friends into the system. Then we give you, in the gamification model, points as well. And we then can create badges and leaderboards. And of course, you then can become a super fan. And one of the things we haven't talked about, but let me do it now, sure. is it, there's something called splits. And um, splits are the ability in the payment model to say... So let's say you were listening to James and I on Pod News and you went, hey, I love what you guys are doing. Here's a row of ducks, 222 sats, right? And we go, thank you so much, Shandy. And then it goes 50-50 split and it does that automatically in the system. So James and I get half each. Brilliant. We've also, within Podvans, done it so that you can include your guests, you can include editors, you can include writers and authors. So you can split it in any million different ways that you want to do it and the system will work it out for you. But what we also wanted to do was have the super fan get a split. So if you are doing lots and lots of work for a podcast that you really love, and it's demonstrable because we can measure every time you share something, every time you clip something, every time you comment, then we go, hey, do you know what? Um, it's The host can then say, hey, Andy, thank you so much for... Going back to that thing we said earlier, word of mouth discovery, sure. sharing it with your network. Thank you so much. You know, I'm going to give you 5% split. And you can then put the super fan into the splits as well. So not only the hosts get it, not only the producers, the editors, whatever, um, and guests, but you can also bring super fans. So that's pretty so, cool, we think. So that would be in your system on top of the split that I would already have in my RSS feed if I had that in the feed. Yeah, so one of the things that we have had to do as an app developer is go, do we wait for the hosts to provide the features or do we provide some of them ourselves? Sure. So one of the things that happened, I think, last week, it's that fresh, was something called the pod roll. Mm -hmm. And I know that you've implemented a pod roll. Yep. So what is a pod roll? It's like a blog roll. It's, it's basically your personal recommendation of other podcasts that, I might be interested in if I listen to your podcast. Great. Another good word of mouth way of discovery. That hasn't been implemented by host. So I, I'm guessing you hand rolled that yourself and added yeah. it to the RSS feed. Yep. James did the same. The guys at Buzzcast did the same. And we can, we can suck that in through your RSS and we've exposed that in our app. Great. But not all features have been implemented. So, for example, Buzzcast haven't implemented wallets and, and value payments. Other podcasters haven't done other things. So the way that we've done it, we've said, look, we will pull your RSS and we will look at all the things that you currently support and we will enable that from your RSS feed. But on top of that, we're going to build features that we think should be supported uh, and, and later on, maybe your host will catch up. So a good example might be your 
podcast person tag hasn't been set in your RSS feed because your host doesn't support mm -hmm. that tag. But when you claim your podcast and you become the creator and verified creator, you can go into an admin system on our podcast platform, Podfans, and you can then go and add the person tag locally. Now, what will happen is when your host provides the person tag, you might go into your host and then change it there. We will respect your RSS and then we'll overwrite the local version that we've kept. Gotcha. So what we've said is we will add new and newer features that we think are appropriate to our platform. And then when your host catches up with those features, we will overwrite our local sure. feature. And that's how we're working. Great. Yeah, that sounds, that sounds really cool. Uh, Anything else that our, our listeners should know about and how they can get involved in, in yeah, this? Yeah, so the, the last part um, is the S, social. Um, one of the things that we implemented uh, about a week ago is the new Twitter API just opened. Um, thank you, Elon. It took <laughs> you forever, but you got there eventually. It, and in, to be fair, it's not a great API. But that said and done, um, what we can do now is we can go and look at your following who you follow, not how many people follow you, but who you sure. follow. And we can pull that into Podfans. Now, what's cool about that is we will give you 10 free invites to begin with. And those invites, then you can go out to your 10 friends who are podcasting friends and invite them to join you on Podfans. Now, each of your friends gets a value, a bit like um, uh, a, a, a collection of cards, like, a, you know, we used to call them in the UK, Panini soccer cards, right? You know, you, you know, you, best kicker, best header of the ball, best whatever, right? And they'd have a point system on them. Well, we've done that by saying, how many followers does that person have? Okay, that's the value in sats that we will give this person. So this person is worth 600 sats or 400 okay. sats. And if you invite them you get a uh, hundred sats for inviting them. So creating value, you get some mm -hmm. value. Uh, but then when they join, you get the value of their followers. So the value that we've placed them. So you might go and get 600 sats for one person, 700 for one and 380 for another, right? Gotcha. So you get, you get these 10 invites and you, you get sats. We've also, uh, <laughs> we're just doing it now. We've also put splits into that. I know we're mental, right? <laughs> but, but fundamentally what it means is that you invite a friend and he's worth 700 sats. You can then click a toggle button, which then says 50-50 split. So when he joins, he gets half the sats and you get half the sats. So so you can be nice to your friends or you can take all of it for myself. <laughs> I'm not sharing. So it's really your call what you want to do on that. So that, that interactivity brings friends into Podbounds quite quickly. We've, we've done something in the last couple of things. It's called an activity stream. Mm -hmm. And what it is, it's just basically like a Twitter stream. It shows you all the things you've done in the system. So you might have uh, followed two people. You might have become a fan of a new podcast. You might have played three episodes. Whatever you've done in the system, mm -hmm. we will have a stream of content that tracks you. What's nice is then you can then follow people in the system who are your friends and they can follow you back and you can then see their activity stream and you get an aggregated stream a bit like your twitter stream of sure. everyone in the system so you suddenly go I, i'm going to filter this by boosts who's done a boost this week wow sam's done a hundred thousand pound boost for podcasting index on that episode mm -hmm. wow i think i should go and listen to that then right so again it's another signal or 
Or I might get, you know, Andy's just become a fan of a new podcast. Wow, why, why is Andy a fan of that podcast? Let me go and have a listen to it. Oh, yeah, that's a really cool podcast. Let me become a fan too. That's a great so, idea. So that's how the activity streams work and the social element of it. And then the last part, as I said, we've done the, the monetization through. Um, so when you join, one of the biggest problems with all of this technology is, is, is the terminology. I said to you earlier, you know, when, when people started hearing about browsing and HTTP and what's a URL, I could have gone to 99 people in my pub in, you know, 2000 and said to them, do you know what a URL is? And they wouldn't have known, right? Right. And now they all do. Mm -hmm. And in the same way, if I said to you, what's your digital wallet? Give me your lightning address. And uh, have you got an invoice? You're looking at me going, you're talking Swahili again, Sam. Stop (laughs) it. I've told you about this. But the reality is that it's just common vocabulary that people haven't got used to yet. And when they do, then it'll be easier. So what we do is there's an Australian guy called Edward de Bono. It's a favorite saying of mine, complexity is fail simplicity. Mm-hmm. And, and what we are in, in the moment right now is, is a semi-complex moment where people don't know what wallet to get, how do they get it, what's a SAT, how do you make this payment? Will I lose my house? And all of those things, right? So mm-hmm. we've built in some really cool things. So when you first join, you get 10,000 sats when you join. Okay, part of the gamification. Sure. Complete these tasks, we will reward you. So you've added value to us, we'll value you back. Well, now you've got some funny money. You, don't, you might not even know what a sat is, but you, you, we've, what we've done and, and this is, again, something unique to pod fans. We've valued every show and every episode in a unique way. So we say that uh, each show is worth 100 sats per minute times the time of the show gives you the total value of the show. Okay, so an hour show might be worth 6,000 sats. Great, okay, that's that's good or bad, I don't know. So we've got a converter in there as well. So you can just type in 6,000 sats and it'll tell you. And actually underneath the value we tell you what it is in your local currency nice that's about 170 dollars right so it's not massive mm-hmm. now you know that it's not going to break the bank and, and and make you have to get a mortgage so then the second thing was we do streaming sats so 100 sats per minute but we only you only pay for the amount you listen to so a one hour show you might listen to 20 minutes in which case you're only paying 2,000 sats sure which is cool. So this payment of per minute sat streaming payment is, is the way I think it will go, not just for uh, podcasts, but books, uh, films, uh, video, and, and music, right? Mm-hmm. How, many, how many books uh, I've got? I don't know how many books in Audible that I started and got to chapter three and I've never listened to the rest right. of it, right? Yeah. <laughs> or, or I've got music tracks that I love, but I played it and then I, I tend to fade out at the end. I haven't listened to it. So, but I, I've ended up paying for the whole value mm-hmm. without getting the value. And so this new model of value for value and per minute payment is where I think the internet's going to go, not just for pod fans, but for everyone. Right. And I, I think that that's a good, and it also gives you as the creator kind of an idea of, okay, I see that my sats per minute are dropping off at minute 35. Maybe I'm, you know, talking too long. Maybe I have a non interesting topic. Like it gives you a better signal on the content that you're producing and the value of, exactly. of that to your list, to your actual listeners, not just a, okay, I have, you know, 7,000 downloads in this episode. 
Yeah, downloads is a really bad metric now. So the guys at Bumper are a really cool um, podcasting agency. Uh, Jonas Voost um, has come up with this thing called Listen Time. And it's basically a measurement of how long, as you just said, did this mm-hmm. podcast get listened to? Because you could download six, have 6,000 downloads and only 100 people listen to it, right? Right. And, and, and that's the dirty secret of podcasting in some ways, because now advertisers go, oh, 6,000 downloads, 10,000 downloads. That sounds like it's great. Let's put our advert there, right? But mm-hmm. the reality is the advert was 40 minutes into a 60-minute show and everyone drops off at 35 minutes. So no, no one's one heard, heard that ad. Yeah. Yeah. So not only did not not only did six thousand people not hear it, but also of the hundred or five hundred who listened to it, none nobody heard your ad. So we've built in listen time into the system. We've built in value paid. So as a listener, you get your own dashboard as well, which is how how much have I listened to this month? Break it down by months. Which podcast? How much am I paying? But also as a creator, you get a dashboard of that as well. So. There's lots and lots of stuff in there, I'm afraid to say, but, you know, it's taken us time, but I'm really excited. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you, you're in alpha going to be beta soon. Is that correct? Yeah. Okay. So I, th- I think by the, we, we've set a goal for the end of April to be, uh, uh, an open beta. Yeah. Okay. And so what we're trying to do, we, you know, if you think of everything I've just explained, there are a lot of moving parts in that, right? Right. And yeah. The the fundamental complexity of it means that, you know, I, we, we've made a couple of, Oh, that didn't quite work. Or what, how do you do that? And also one of the things we're doing at the moment in this last couple of weeks, is building a help system on top. So when you, when you first sign in, you, you don't know what you're earning and why you're earning stuff and where am I now in the system and how do I start and where do I go first? Right. Sure. So we've, built this sort of last help system we're, we're testing now where you go in and it says, right, you've earned so many sats so far for onboarding. And then, hey, complete these next six tasks, no more sats. Oh, okay, let me try and do that then. And then th- then you go to another page and it says, on this page, you can do these seven things if you want, right? And it explains what's going on. I think that's the challenge. We've got, we've built something so uh, powerful that I worry that we've over-engineered it maybe in some ways where people won't know where to go to hit what sure. button to get it to work. Um, I mean, one good example, last example, um, it came from Adam Curry, was this requirement of, I want to support your show, even if I don't listen to your show. Mm. And it was like, what do you mean? Well, I might be away on holiday, but I still want to support you. Right. So in your profile settings, you can, oh, there's two features. One of, one of the features is you can go into your profile settings and say, right, I'm going to put 100,000 sats. That's my budget for this month, right? I'm not spending any more. I've promised the wife no more sats. So you put 100,000 in, and as you're streaming through episodes and you're paying whatever you want to pay, that's taken out of the budget. It doesn't go to your full wallet. Now, what you might then say is, I want to become a fan of three podcasts. I don't need to be a fan of every podcast. I'm just a three podcast. And becoming a fan is like subscribing to the podcast. So, so you get notifications and new episodes. But you can toggle the button in your profile settings from streaming to support. And when you turn it to support, so if that 6,000 sats full value episode that we described earlier it is downloaded, instead of you, even if you only listen to 20 minutes of it, you said, I want to support this creator. It pays the full 6,000 in advance. Okay. 
So you're saying, I don't care how much I consume. I'm valuing you and supporting you to the full extent of the value that you say this episode's worth. Sure. And I will do that if, when your next episode turns up and the one after and the one after and the one after. So being able to support the podcast that you're a fan of is a cool feature, we think. Yeah. And all the other podcasts where you're not a fan of, but you just want to listen to them, you can still pay them a streaming sat or you can pay them nothing. Sure. That, that's great. And where can our listeners uh, see the site and, and get to know more? So come and visit us at podfans.fm. And uh, yeah, come along great. and uh, we'll get you through the wait list and uh, yeah, we'll get you onboarded. So yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Awesome. Well, thanks again for joining us today. I, I really appreciate the explanation. And again, you know, just telling our listeners and showing them this new idea of value for value. So, Thanks, Andy. All right. That was a great interview. Thanks, Sam, again for that interview uh, on the Podcast Answers podcast about your new app, Pod Fans. So guys, if you'd enjoyed this podcast and you're listening in a new podcasting app, go ahead and hit the podcast boost button there and uh, send us a message. Uh, send us some Satoshis like Sam was talking about in his interview. Uh, if you don't have that, you can always go to podcastanswers.com slash buy me a coffee and support us that way too. So guys, with that, uh, with that, I will see you next week as we answer more questions about podcasts. Have a great week.